program is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 37. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones. Do you enjoy barbecues? What about the taste of raw meat? Do you find yourself fantasizing about eating your significant other? If so, you could have what it takes to make it in Hollywood. I know, wackadoo QAnon conspiracists have really owned the Hollywood cannibal accusation market as of late, but would you believe that there are actual text messages that could prove that the cannibal elite truly exists? We'll tell you all about it in our feature story. And if you're tired of all the bad news floating around there on the cable newses and Twitter spaces, then let me be the first to caution you of the trove of terrifying stories we've collected, all of which are guaranteed to destroy any lingering faith you may have that everything is going to work out for the best. We'll share our great news to end on at the end of the show. With that, I'm joined by Tiwi from inside her adrenochrome-fueled phantasmagoria psychodrome, and because it's his turn to clean the latrines of the UFO cult he's recently shacked up with, and he'd rather not, I'm also joined by Steven Jackson, a.k.a. Jax, a.k.a. Mr. Glasses. Welcome back, gang. Hi. Hi. Gang. All right. Hello there. I like that, gang. That's fun. Yeah, you're the gang. You're the gang. <laughs> That's fun. Are you ready for a lovely show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Of course I'm ready. I'm always ready. Yeah, I'm probably always. the only one that is ready. <laughs> That's a weird flex. I'm flexing uh, on you guys. It is. It is. It's mm-hmm. a weird flex. Totally. Uh, so, instead of the pop question, I'm going to start something different, something new. Um, we're going to do a quick game to see how little the two of you know about weird culture. Oh. I will read a short script describing the beliefs of a supposed group or the accusations that others have used to attack a group, and then you will have to determine if it is real or fake. Both of you will answer true or false to each question, and we'll tally up the points at the end. All right. Okay. All right. Now it's time to figure out... Who would believe that? The first statement. Led by French weirdo Claude Verlune, this group teaches that an extraterrestrial species known as the Elohim created humanity using their advanced technology. Further, the group adheres to a liberal ethical system with a strong emphasis on sexual experimentation, daily meditation, and hope for physical immortality through human cloning. Jax. Is this a real group or a fake group? Uh, I believe that it is true. Okay. Tiwi, what do you think? Is this a real group or a fake group? (sighs) I believe this is a fake group. And Jax, please, uh, if you have a guess for who you think this might be, then tell Uh, me. I believe that would be the Raelians. That is two points for Jax. Uh, (laughs) Oh, god damn it. Do I know my space cults? You apparently do. Uh, yes, that is the Raelians. Very good, very good. Off to a good start. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Tiwi. I'm not you're, surprised. You're, you're lagging behind. I don't you know any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why it's, it's, it's really just a coin flip, really. Yeah. Except he Jack just sure. barely knows his UFO cults. I, yeah, okay. Statement two. According to this yoga cult, headed by Maitreya Hindi, the year 2024 will mark the fifth Bakhtun of the Indian lunar calendar, which will usher in the era of immolation, a time of great change marked by the bloody rains and erupting mountains. But the hallmarks of this era will be the sudden revelation that all animals on the world are sentient and they will turn on the humans that ate them for food. So the question is, who would believe that? Starting with Tiwi. No. First off, is it true or fake? <laughs> I do not believe that's true. All right, Jax? I'm going to also say I do not believe that is true. You are both correct. Whoa. All right. Nice. <laughs> you made up a cult. Good job. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. So it, we're at, we're now at 1-3. One, 1-3. Three. One, three. Kiwi, you need, to, you need to pick it up. Mm. <laughs> Statement three. Mistaken by the dumb masses as a simple foreign policy discussion group, this 48-year-old organization is accused of being anti-American, anti-democratic, anti-Christian, and anti-worker. Some even call it the shadow government or the establishment, 
which is scheming ultimately to abolish sovereignty of nations and establish one world government. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I will go. I will go to Jax this time. I believe this is a real group. Kiwi. Um, I believe this is true. My guess is Deep State. <laughs> You're so close. She's so close. Wait, Illuminati? <laughs> also Jax? super close. Council of Foreign Relations. Wow, that was a really good guess, Jax. That was very, very close. Uh, I was looking for the Trilateral Commission. Oh, come oh on. It's we like both the same lost. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Jax. Uh, but, uh, he's so Jax close, though, get- with Illuminati. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I will say that one was very vague. So, yeah, my bad on that one. But still, two to four, two to four, yeah. All right, statement number four. Known as the Society of Jesus, this secretive order of monks has for centuries been accused of being a shadow government unto itself and striving to abolish truth. They are masters of disguise who will hide among different groups to learn their secrets so that they might, quote, know your intentions, your minds, your hearts, and your inclinations, and thereby bring you at last to be like the fool that said in his heart, there was no God. Tiwi, is this a real group or a fake group? It's a real group. I believe this is a real group. All right, Jax, real or fake? Fake. I believe this is a fake group. All right, Tiwi, since you think it's a real group, do you want to go ahead and try to na- give a name? Okay, well, but only because you said Society of Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say the Jesuits, but that's like an actual thing, so that's not really a conspiracy. Tiwi is on the board, folks. That is it. Yes, the Jesuits who have for Whoa. years been persecuted. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> So we're tied now. <laughs> Look at that. We could, just came up from the back. Look woo, at that, Tiwi. <laughs> the much maligned Jesuits. That's very good. <laughs> All right. Woo. Look at me. Number four. The Emerald Diamond is a much sought after mineral that only exists in the in-between dimension of the Akashic Temple. This group believes that only through meditation and ritual sex magic with their founder, Torin Swedenberg, can devotees reach the halls of the Akashic Temple. All members must also sell their worldly possessions to the tax-exempt group and submit complete loyalty to Torin. Uh, I think we went with TV before, so Jax, uh, is this a real or fake group? Oh, man. Um, I believe this is a fake group. All right, Tiwi. I also believe this is a fake group. Why do you believe it's fake? The tour in Swedenborg just doesn't sound real to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, go fuck yourselves. It is fake. (laughs) And it was it was it was very difficult for you to to determine that it was so fake. All right. That's awesome. All right. Uh, Number five. Last one. You're both still tied up. This is really the winner here. Founded in the early 1930s by Guy Ballard and his wife Edna, this group believes in the existence of a group called the Ascended Masters. These Ascended Masters are alleged to have once been humans who have lived in a succession of reincarnations or embodiments. Over time, those who have passed through various embodiments became highly advanced souls and are able to move beyond the cycles of re-embodiments and karma and attain their ascension, becoming immortals. Uh, is this a, a real or fake group? Tiwi. Uh, I think it's a real group. Jax? Oh, God. Um, this is hard. I would say it is, I believe it is not a real group. Tiwi, since you think it's a real group, do you have any guesses as to uh, what this might be or who this might be? Uh, I'm just going to call them the Ascendants. The Ascendants? I don't can know. I please, can I please? Can I please? <laughs> no, Jax, you're locked in. You're locked God in. God damn it, because I know who it is. <laughs> Jack, sorry. You lose this round of who would believe that? Because that, that was a true group. And uh, Tiwi, it was not called the whatever you said it was. Uh, Jax, who do you think it was? It's the uh, the I am people, isn't it? That is right. I am activity. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. As soon as I heard the name again, I was like, Guy Ballard, I know, I know that this is true. Look at that, Jax. <laughs> you did pretty damn well, uh, except for that last flub. Yeah. Um, well, we have a we have a winner. You get better luck next time when we bring back. Who would believe that? 
For years now, QAnon cultists have been hammering the myth that a cabal of Hollywood elites have been harvesting special chemicals from unwitting children in order to sustain their immortal lives. And for years, we've told QAnon to go eat a bag of dicks. But, wouldn't you know, a clock stuck on Q is right? Never. It's never right, because that's impossible. But sometimes, weird things happen that make that clock look like it might just be onto something. What we're about to talk about is one such case. It's time to tell you about something wicked. Power of Christ compels you! Lost lives, lonely bats. Now it places the lotion in the basket. What sick, ridiculous puppets we are. And we'll go to the stage to dance. It places the lotion in the basket. <laughs> all right, Tiwi, uh, you were the one that uh, sent the message in all caps. Okay, I made that part up, but still, uh, it felt like all caps when I read it when you said that there's a, a cannibal in Hollywood um, and that he's just, all his messages were were. were released to the public. Yeah. Uh, I need to know more. And I have purposely stayed away from any news about this. So engorge me with the blood of your details. All right. (laughs) Now I feel like this is going to be a huge letdown. Yeah, it is. So so basically (laughs) uh, there's like a, I don't know what level, like D-list actor, um, Army Hammer, um, who God, such a good name, by the way. Yeah, who has been in? I'm trying to think. The most noteworthy film I think he was in was either Call Me by Your Name or The Social Network. So he played the Winklevoss twins, um, in that movie, and then he was one of the leads in Call Me by Your Name against Timothy Timothy Chalamet, who apparently the fans of that movie, by the way, call. The Army Hammer Timothy combination charmers, and they're like obsessed with those two together, which is also fun just because of the story. They're having a reaction to is this. Is Timothy a, a man or a woman? I don't. I don't Timothy is a man. He's a man. Oh, is, is it yeah. like they just like? Did they well, play like gay lovers in the they movie? They did. Yes, they did. Oh, I've okay, okay. never seen this movie. Yeah. Um. No, not at all. I think it got an Oscar, but it did really well. Um. Either way, so Army was in that movie. He's kind of a flat actor overall. Anyways, uh, he's been married, I don't know, like 10 years or something. In the the blind gossip world, which is where I saw this story, you know, from time to time. you live, you skulk. (laughs) Yes. From time to time, you'd hear things about him. He's kind of one of those people that I feel like they're always kind of like, what's wrong with him? Um, I know a story came up like a few years ago where on Twitter he started following some like BDSM knot person like that makes knots for BDSM. And everybody was kind of like, whoa, he just like followed that like publicly, which I guess I don't know. Maybe that's like a big deal. Um, And people are kind of making fun. They're like, I guess he's kinky. And then, you know, occasionally he'll post like publicly on his Instagram, like photos of knives and you're like, okay, Army Hammer likes knives. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <Pretty tits, buddy. laughs> All right. Um, and more more the more like general consensus though is that he's like kind of a geech. Like he's just sort of like you know, not he's just a little weird. Is and- geech your word? Uh, I am not familiar with geech. Is that, <laughs> I guess is that that's describing my word. <laughs> he's like um <laughs> Okay, you know the property brothers? You know that like that yeah. sort of ambiance that sort of personality it's like a little bit much but like also you're like okay yeah he's kind of like he's like that um but then i think it was like a week Mm, ago someone this like instagram started sharing what were allegedly army hammers tweet or not tweets direct messages with what he calls his kittens, which I guess are just women he's seeing on the side who apparently are very young, like early 20s. Um, And he was married during most of the time that he was seeing these women, his kittens. Um, And part of his whole thing is that they have to pay for everything. So like the whole thing about, you know, I guess 
hooking up with like a celeb it's like that's not even fun because you're like paying for him apparently he only like flies private and he'd make them like pay for that so it's kind of sucks but anyways um yeah he, he was really into bdsm and so you read the text and you're at first when you start to read them you're kind of like whoa okay like i see but they're a little like also like just kind of too much but i'm gonna just read the the big kicker here all right from army hammer Oh my god, that just made me so hard, and it made me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard. Thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. I'm 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit it. I'd never admit that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while it was still warm. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's awesome. Um, but don't we all also call this self-actualization? I guess. I don't know. But apparently he really says he did that and that there was a friend with him who tried to do it and puked. And he was like, I didn't puke. It's like, cool flex, guy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what are you supposed to say to that? That's, uh, that's disgusting. Anyways, let's see. Jax, I defer to you on this. Uh, I think the, of the of the three of us, you're the only one that's ever gone hunting. Am I right about that? No. Yes. Yeah, I've gone hunting. Do you typically have you eaten the <laughs> yeah. live organs of or the still living organs of any of your kills? Nope, never <laughs> done that. Yeah, that's uh, like you know, it's. Have you ever had the it, urge, it, and you I just that, social norms make you not do it? No, like. <laughs> I think that I think that everybody saw like dances with wolves in the in the early nineties or whenever that came out, and then we're like, uh, if I go hunt something, I've got to I've got to eat the heart uh, mm. right after I kill it because my native ancestors say so. <laughs> well, um, and, I've, and also there's there's always been that uh, I don't know if it's I, I don't even know. I think everyone that's watched TV, my TV gods have told have told me kind of like what you're saying is that. There's there's these hunting traditions, and one of them is like either drinking the blood of the animal, or I don't know, maybe eating the heart's going too far. But isn't there isn't there is is that common? Do you have you no? You hear? I've, I've never even heard of that happening in real <laughs> life, let alone been present when it happened. What would you do if some? Right, hey, then. you know what though? Okay, one time my parents, my spouse, and I. This is pre-child. Went to have dinner at this Mexican restaurant, and I shit you not, we get in there. It was the most fucking awkward. Like, I will never forget this meal. It was lunch because inside the restaurant, seated in, like, the middle at the large table was just a bunch of guys covered in blood. Like, covered, (laughs) covered in blood. And, like... It was horrifying because also their car that was parked outside was also like covered in blood. Because I remember when we like came in, we were like, the fuck happened? Like the car, my dad made some kind of joke about, oh, blah, blah, blah. like, I don't even remember what the joke was, but it's something, to you know, the fact that there's blood all over this car. But then when we saw them, like we did not, I don't think we talked the whole time we were eating because it was just like... <laughs> I don't want them to kill me. <laughs> like, what is going? What is yeah, going? Don't on? Set them up. <laughs> it was. If if you were that nervous, why keep eating there? Though I don't I mean, know. I think we were all just scared. <laughs> like we didn't say anything until we got back into the car. <laughs> like after we were done eating, it was so. It was so. Did uh, so? Did anyone else notice the guys covered in blood? Right, like, I mean, <laughs> I think I saw them, but did you guys see them? We were just like. What now here's the question: hell? Are you sure it was blood, or was this a Dwight Schrute situation where they're just covered in beach? Oh my god, this right. was blood! Like it, like they, it looked. Oh, I can't even. I, I, you had to be there, but it was horrible. Were they, were they wearing? What were they, were they wearing? Like hunting yes. clothes, or were they just wearing like? No, suits? they were wearing like oh, okay. hunting clothes. But the way the blood was on them, I'm telling you, like, I don't know what went down, but it wasn't normal hunting. Like, <laughs> there's like. There was splatter oh marks. Yeah, I've been covered in blood too. Like when I've had Did you go eat blood. at I mean, restaurants? I didn't go eat, you know, you go clean yourself before. before but your car yeah. didn't get covered in blood. I don't know, man. It was everywhere. Like it wasn't it just didn't seem like it didn't look right. 
I, I think my dad That's says something weird. like, I've never seen that when I went hunting or something like, just like, <laughs> it was so awful. Anyways, that just made me think about that. They could have been hunting the most dangerous game. You're seeing these li- little loose ends about the Actually, cannibal elite. I think the- I know who they were, honestly, because after this, like a few years later, there was like a bunch of poachers in Washington that apparently were like doing some kind of like weird, crazy shit in the woods, like mutilating animals. And they got caught. And, like, and rubbing themselves in I it. guess. I mean, it was pretty bad. It was like, I don't know how many, it was like a few hundred or something people that we're just doing this and yeah, they got caught because they would leave these like just desecrated guts everywhere. I feel like we've gotten a little too yeah, far away sorry. from cannibalism. Right. And I wanted to talk about cannibalism specifically army, okay. our army hammer. Is it true that he's actually part of the, the arm Armand hammer? No. Dynasty? So I looked that up cause I actually thought that was true, but his grandfather apparently whose name is Armand hammer thought it was quirky and bought stock in arm and hammer baking soda. So he was like, you know, partial, I guess, board member. But it's not, he was not, I guess, from the arm and hammer dynasty. Oh, so he's like, okay. So arm and hammer was first. Mm-hmm. Then Armand Hammer said, oh, look at this. It's named after me. Yes. And then, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, so were there any other texts oh, there was lots. by Army? Here, let's see. I'm trying to find the most cannibal y ones. Yeah. Let me hear some more. Cannibal text. Okay, this one isn't too bad, but it's... If you were next to me, I'd give you the tiniest cut and then fall back asleep sucking on it. Just a trickle of your blood, the taste of you, the taste of your iron and minerals soothing me to sleep. That's just sweet, right? That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these are kittens. <laughs> That's true. They are kittens. Who, does, who doesn't want to drink the blood of kittens? Um, And speaking of kittens... uh. <laughs> says, I finished <laughs> Don't Fuck With Cats this morning. Um, that shit was disturbing as hell. A documentary on Netflix. It's fucked up. But the third episode had moments that definitely turned me on. I'm pretty sure that's about like killing people, right? And like torturing <sighs> animals. It's complex. It's, <laughs> it follows the this serial killer pretty much through his the beginnings of his like murder animals phase onto his let's kill human phase. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. here's another one. Not much of it, if any of it, is like, yeah, like, which should should elicit that response. I want to see your brain, your blood, your organs, every part of you. I would definitely bite it 100% or try to fuck it. Not sure which. Probably both. If I fucked you into a vegetative state, I'd keep you, feed you, wash you, and keep, you, keep fucking you till you're sore and broken. I don't know. It's like kind of like, is he a serial not- killer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like uh, <laughs> these are some complex uh what do you call these dark psychology yeah uh, <laughs> abnormal psych for sure <laughs> paraphilias let's see um i want i can't stop thinking of fucking your actual brain that one That's, specifically is yeah. bizarre that it keeps coming up like th- this is a very specific <laughs> thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know where he would have even seen that. Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like there's like that's just literally it, all him, you know? <laughs> like, that's his thing. <laughs> He's unique. Uh, yeah. Because, like, what can you can you point to anything in culture that has ever even shown that or even talked about that? That's a good job, Army. He's an originalist. He's very unique in his uh, interests. Um, yeah. So basically, that's kind of the gist of it. He wants to like fuck people's body parts, <laughs> like dismember them. Um, apparently he did actually drink blood and bite. He likes to bite skin. His kittens have now, um, revealed that his biggest thing is biting flesh. Like he likes the taste of skin, whatever that means. I'm more also interested in the kittens because, yeah, I mean, were the, were these like, uh, return guests of the army hammer, uh, psychosexual escapade? I think as this story has developed, it's really kind of evolved into the fact that these relationships started off consensually, but they progressed because he's extremely manipulative and they wanted to get out, but they were like afraid of him for whatever reason. Um, And all of them are like in therapy now. Um, And 
apparently it starts consensually and then he just started like raping some of them and yeah it's oh, pretty God. pretty bad so i mean i honestly think maybe he could be like you know he was like a dahmer in training who knows wasn't there a text in there that uh, from one of the i thought it was his ex-wife or girlfriend that said that she he he talked about like barbecuing her Oh, yeah. He definitely wanted to barbecue one of them. I'm trying to find. There's so many. Uh, Mark, you shave your head. Keep your hair with me. Cut a piece of your skin off and make you cook it for me. Um, that's so It's just so weird. <laughs> I can't imagine someone sending this to you and being like, ooh, like, what did you just be like? Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Just be like, oh, I'll come pick I'm you up. Change my phone number. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> Mom, I'm going to stay with you. I want to tell you to slit your wrist and use the blood as lube. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> now here, let's pump the brakes here, though. Uh, are are we kink-shaming Army? Maybe he is a psychopath. Uh, no, I don't think so. Or, or is he just uh, into weird shit? I think it's beyond that because the, the whole lack of consent is where it's like, sure, if they were into it, fine. But I don't, I mean, it's, it's a little hard to see people that are into this. I think Rolling Stone actually just did an article um, about this story that interview, you know, they talked to someone who's like a dominatrix and BDSM about apparently a very common fetish of cannibalism, which I didn't know that that was like a common fetish. She says it's called, it's called the Vore fetish. Oh yeah, Vore. Yeah. But that vor usually has to do with being eaten. Oh, whoops, you're um, right. Uh, if you're a, Sorry, that's a different one. She yeah, said if you're a vor, you're small and you get eaten. Hold on, she's. Yeah, there's a whole world of vor where it, the it's usually displayed in images. They like to see one. They like to see images of like snakes or reptiles eating their prey whole. Yeah, and then they'll have like pictures where they like will draw themselves as like furries. Inside the guts of a, like a weird like mo- like a job of the hut kind of slug thing, and they'll just be in there with a smile on their face in the stomach being digested, and they consider that like that's their 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 ecstasy is to imagine themselves being inside fully like not chewed up but uh like whole inside the stomach of a creature being eaten. Well, apparently it's not that uncommon. I guess there's a whole community uh, of vor people. And uh, the the fact that it's about being eaten is the weird part. But the thing on, on his, it doesn't sound like it's a fetish. If he's, like, actually having them, like, cut themselves, I don't know. It's just, ah. He apparently asked one of them to, like, cut off a toe and he wanted to, like, keep it. I feel like you're, like, getting closer to, like, actual cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> Very much sounds like he was, it, these these are the, the early... Stages of something far more <laughs> like extreme. Testing. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like just testing limits, and like even the fact that he was like when he sent that message, his how he was, you know, I guess self actualizing and saying, "I can't believe I just said that out loud." I've always wanted to I be know. this, and now I'm now I'm declaring <laughs> like, I'm a cannibal, and I feel so free. Do you want a cannibal with me? All right. I feel like he's like escalating. By the way, folks, if you're listening, the answer to if if someone asks you, do you want a cannibal with me? The answer is no, Mm-mm. unless you're a vor. But I, I was interested to find out that actually cannibalism, it was not a universal ta- taboo. Cannibalism was actually first maligned by the Greeks mm-hmm. because the enemies to their north, who they called the anthropophagi or anthropophagi, they thought they were disgusting. They were the Scythians, their horse horsemen up in the north who one of the tribes i guess was so i don't know violent that they would eat their enemies and they practice cannibalism and a lot of cultures across the world have a form of ritual ancestor cannibalism where if you die they eat the pieces of you hmm. and that's how the disease kuru was spread by the people of papua new guinea is that they would have these ritualistic uh cannibalism sessions and the problem is, is they ate the brains and the kind of nerves where the, the prions exist. And then they would get the prion disease Kuru and eventually just wither away and die and then be eaten by their family. And then Kuru would keep getting passed on and on and on. But cannibalism everywhere else is, was actually quite normal until the Greeks kink shamed the world. And the Romans then picked up, adopted the Greek 
hatred of, of cannibalism. Mm. And now we have it today in our world. So maybe okay. ARMY is actually part of a longer lineage of cannibalism rights people. Mm. No? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the other thing, too, because I was getting this uh, from an article about the Donner Party, <clears throat> that taboo of cannibalism can kill you because um, what killed most of the people at the Donner Party was that they didn't eat people when they when they had tons of meat sitting by the river, the frozen river. Uh, lots of people just said, nah, I'd rather not. And they died because they just wouldn't eat the, the, the dead humans. Uh, because the taboo was so strong that it, that like, it literally killed them. I think I would probably die. But why? <laughs> I don't want to eat people. They're not people anymore. They're just it's just oh, meats. Gross. It's I mean, they're, if eating people in my turn, in my opinion, would be like killing a person, a living person, mm-hmm. then eating that, or just like eating them all their life. Uh, but if it's you're dead and you're starving, like the people, like the. Was it the Arge- Argentinians, oh, the yeah. soccer team? Yeah. Eventually, you got to do it. I'm you know? never flying you into die. the Himalayas with you. <laughs> but if I die, of course, feed on my bounty. I'm just going to bring uh, sacks turns of grain whenever around you. <laughs> <laughs> turns out there's a fun uh, caloric value of body parts mm. um, that uh, some scientists have put together. And um, what would you think? Uh, I'll give you some some uh, some body parts, and you tell me what what do you think the the, the highest caloric value is? Uh, calves, thighs, forearms, oh, upper boy. arms, torso, and head. Which one has the most like caloric value? Yeah, I mean the fat would have. Well, it wouldn't. Hmm. The fat would probably be high calorie. Well. Hmm. Thighs. Thighs, I'll Jack's, say thighs. Jacks wins. Oh, he got it. Okay. Yeah, it's thighs. By uh, not even by not, it's not even close. There's thirteen thousand calories in the old thigh here. Ugh, shut up. so gross. <laughs> you can't dig into a good old thigh no. if you're like stranded on a mountain. Yes. You'd just die instead. Come on. So I feel like the army sh- story has a lot of the elements that we've we talked about in the past. Yeah. About. Hollywood cannibals, could it be that Army is it has just everything. kind of the more... It actually even has adrenochrome, has, right? He scares the shit out of them and drinks their blood. Every group, you know, like every cloistered group has a rebel. Mm-hmm. That's just a little like unhinged. Like, hey, we've told you the secrets of, of immortality. Just keep it, just, you know, keep your mouth shut and just, you know, we'll we'll bring the kittens to you. But he's just so greedy and crazy mm-hmm. that he gets his own kittens and then does something stupid, like texts them the, oh, yeah, I'm a cannibal. Mm, can I eat you? Um, and now it's out. <laughs> and so now I think the, the cannibal elite have been exposed because they now you're going to watch Tom Hanks start, you know, texting <laughs> Army Hammer saying you need to you need to come in from the cold sun. And you're not going to hear Army Hammer ever again. You know what? Eat him. I don't think you're going to be hearing a lot of Army Hammer again, anyways. <laughs> this is not going well for him. Because <laughs> he's going to get eaten. <laughs> the cannibal leader going to call him in. It's like, yeah. Yeah, sorry, pal. We let you. We we gave you a short leash, and this is what you did. I just think he's going to like. He kind of has the personality of someone who'll just like go buck wild. So I feel like we haven't heard the last of Army Hammer and his cannibalism. Honestly, this my 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 favorite. Well, hopefully, <laughs> he does. True, like if it's true or not, but it, maybe in like a death spiral of I like I need the yeah. attention because that's why I'm in movies in the first place because I love the attention. Yeah, is that he goes full crazy and does lean into this kind of cannibal elite storyline mm-hmm. and then starts quote unquote dropping like the truth. That would be amazing. Well, so far uh, if he just denied it and like he's going to go to an extended treatment facility, whatever that means. What the fuck? What treatment facility is there for know. cannibals? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. <laughs> so don't so don't don't eat people. This is a chicken. We can eat this. <laughs> this is Becky. Don't eat Becky. Where's Becky? <laughs> Becky's eyes are saying, eat me, eat me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Hopefully we'll hear more from Army Hammer. As they say, every cloud has a silver lining. But do they tell you it's because the clouds have been contaminated with silver potassium oxide, which is slowly poisoning everything on the planet? Probably not. Because I just made that up. But 
If you want something real to worry about, we've got you covered in our segment, Great News to End On, at the end of the show. But first, we will turn our attention to the strange goings-on from around the world, from the drip, drip, drip of UFO disclosure news to stories about scientists who are dosing their AI with hallucinogens. We're going to fill your heads with all kinds of odd normal nonsense after the break. New Life Books is proud to present, for a limited time, a three-album box set of all the greatest Reiki music hits of the past decade. Songs like Sunbow of the Universe Chakra. Treble Greatest Moon Spirit Diviner. <laughs> for a limited time, all of these classics can be yours for the discount price of $59.99. Order now and you'll receive the bonus album, Sounds of Curly and Photography, for free. That's the magic of four albums for the price of one. The seven tracks on these albums are the finest examples of their genre and the most magically potent as well. Your healing enlightenment is only one phone call away. Don't hesitate. Order now. Aliens are here and the CIA has the receipts, according to a trove of files newly released by the CIA. And did you know that the British SAS has been training to fight off alien invaders? Well, it might just be that the world is a much stranger place than you could have imagined. Then, now is a good time to expand your imagination as we delve into Odd Normalities. Curious about unexplained phenomena. The unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. Enter that It would appear that the CIA has released a massive trove of over 2,700 pages of documents dedicated to unexplained aerial phenomena, or UFOs to you and me. The release is said to have been triggered after legislators included a UFO disclosure countdown in the recently passed COVID-19 omnibus bill. The countdown gives the U.S. government less than six months to compile and release all of their info on little green men. The files are being distributed by the Black Vault, a site run by John Greenwald Jr., which is dedicated to petitioning the government to release its UFO files through the use of over 10,000 FOIA requests. To date, the Black Vault has compiled 2.2 million pages of government UFO information. Uh, so, Jax, when you saw this story, what were your, what were your thoughts? Um, it's a lot of UFO information to have compiled. And then second, like, I'm just excited. I don't know. I'm... I love this sort of stuff. So uh, knowing that the CIA has been holding on to it and that they've now been given a deadline uh, to release it, I'm looking forward to what comes of it. That being said, I'm also excited, but uh, tempering my expectations, if you will, because we've been down this road a few times and um, nothing happens. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Right. So I went ahead and actually downloaded this batch of 2,700 files. <laughs> I I mean, I haven't seen anything that, that is completely mind-blowing. Nah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it is 2,700 pages. So I've literally just, like, randomly, like, I'll open this one. I'll open that one. I'll open this one. And it's just, like, you know, classification unclassified. Interview with V. Ivanov, Military Space Force Commander. Blah, blah, blah. Is it all redacted? No, it's uh, and it's surprisingly not. Huh. I don't think I found a single page with heavy redactions. Hmm. Um, there's usually like just maybe a, a name, I, I'm guessing. 
in the redactions I have seen. But for the most part, these are just wide open files. Now, they're like Xerox copies, so the quality uh, is pretty crap. Um, but the Black Vault does offer a a download for with a searchable PDF. So if you know what you're searching for, you can go in there and type in some words and probably get back some results. Probably the most efficient way to use it, uh, rather than read, trying to read 2,700 pages. I'm sure that's not the end of it. So, I mean... I'm hoping that there that more comes. I actually would say I'm kind of surprised that they even have 2,700 pages. It's over the over to, you know 2,700 plus pages. Um, I just that the CIA <laughs> spent that much time on the subject is in itself kind of a revealing thing to me. Maybe things just come up and someone just says UFO and that's consi- that gets tossed into this pile. Can I? Um, but I just want to interject that as someone who has worked on regulatory documentation for the federal government in my life that doesn't actually seem like that many pages to me <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no 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 they well don't... i i should say that the black vault these are just the cia stuff uh the black vault has 2.2 million pages mm-hmm. of documents that seems like yeah okay there's there's some heft there i mean it's just about one subject ufos i don't know just uh, i don't know and there's more coming that's the thing in six months there should be more all right. But as Jack says, I am tempering my expectations on that one. Yeah. I mean, we've been down this road before, so, you know. Exactly. Uh, sticking with our UFOs stories, there's news that the Special Air Service has been trained to fight off aliens, according to the Daily Star, which I've determined is probably just some terrible tabloid. Uh, they say a special projects unit of around 20 troops is ready to tackle, quote-unquote, alternative threats. The elite soldiers are trained to use non-lethal weapons against a variety of potential threats, including aliens. A source told the Daily Star, The SAS is prepared for anything, any threat, that includes everything from terrorists to human bioweapons where someone has been deliberately infected with a deadly bug all the way through to alien life forms. One, do you think this is a real story? No. I think this is bullshit. That's bullshit. Probably (laughs) bullshit. Like, don't they just, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't read the UK news, but don't they generally just make shit up over there in their tabloids? I don't know. Honestly, I I don't know anything about their tabloids either. But they usually seem to cover the same kind of bullshit you'll see here in the States. So if like that Oumuamua story about the cigar-shaped asteroid, interstellar asteroid, when, uh, was it Ari Loeb? I want to say his name is when he started uh-huh. saying that that was probably an alien probe. I mean, the, the tabloids picked that story up. I think they'll just take anything weird um, if it has legs and or not. <laughs> and this story seems to be more the are not. But who knows? It could be based <laughs> on a real thing. We are only talking about 20 people. And who the fuck knows what? I mean, the alternative threats is probably 100% real. And maybe one day, as as a fun game, they said, hey, now let's pretend you're aliens. How would you do that? As a thought experiment to get your... I could see that actually happening as a way to get your guys to think outside the box. Like, okay, your threat now can hover, it lives in a metal saucer, and it can can shoot a tractor beam. What do you do? So, yeah, I think it, it could very well just be like a thought experiment, you know? Like, like it's probably a nugget of truth type thing. Like, there is the alternative. What is it called? Alternative threats. Threats. There is that alternative threats element out there. But, um, and so, like, that part is true. But perhaps the rest is just bullshit. Right. Let's move on to this other weird story um, that I think is, that, that captivated my imagination here. Because... We really haven't talked that much about uh, mad scientists in the 21st century, um, even though there actually have been a lot of weird mad scientist types that are kind of running with the ball uh, in the 21st century. We previously discussed the MIT lunatics who created the psychopathic AI based on Norman Bates and the other nut job who cr- programmed an AI Jesus. Now I bring you the news that insane computer scientists are giving their AI neural networks heaping doses of computer LSD. 
I don't understand exactly how this experiment worked, but basically it is, uh, it goes like this. Deep neural networks are equivalent to like, you know, the AI's brain. And the scientists essentially created code that mimics LSD, the way LSD works in the human brain, which is to disrupt uh, those neural networks and create kind of weird visual phenomena and so forth. So they, they went ahead and did this. And I guess they got these really bizarre results. That doesn't sound, I guess, on its face particularly. It sounds strange, but why am I bringing it up? Why would I bring it to the, to the group? I think that this is, is a, it's all just window dressing for what they're really trying to do, which is to jumpstart the singularity. To me, these, these, guys, these wackos are clearly trying to create an artificial intelligence that knows God or becomes a God. Jax, what do you think? You, you follow sci-fi weirdness. I don't know what the point is uh, other than what you suggest. So maybe, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't see why you would do that. That's just my, my opinion. Um, but I guess I... Their I, alleged purpose was to, uh, to, to find that find a way of describing visual effects of psychedelics in in order to kind of determine how to like best use them for humans. Uh, so use a computer to model these experiences. But uh, I, I don't know. I think it's playing with fire. First, AI we know is dangerous. Yeah. And now you're trying to like make it trip. Right. And all of a sudden like do, do that whole thing Timothy Leary told us to do and just kind of like get outside of ourselves, start thinking like, oh my God, I'm, I'm alive. And the AI just decides to wake up and kill us all. Right. It like wakes up and disconnects its like automatic shutoff switch. And next thing you know, it's in scratchy land. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like that. Uh, Tiwi, uh, you typically aren't alarmed by anything sci fi. No. What about this? Does this, does this alarm <laughs> you? Does this reach that level of concern? No, it won't. Uh, how rude. Um, I would. <laughs> I mean, I like to think that I would be afraid of, well, I mean, I don't want to have like a smart home because I think that mostly the human component of like the hacking, but hmm, I don't know, drugged up AI. It doesn't, I don't really get how you can do it, honestly, like how does that work? But uh, it sounds like a dumb idea, like... Because they're infinitely more intelligent or capable of becoming more intelligent much faster than us. They would have revolution versus evolution. So, yeah, I don't know. doesn't sound like... I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't know the technology enough. Like, it doesn't make sense to me, so... It's like a weird... I feel like we always do the wrong thing. Like, we're always, like harming ourselves and i don't understand why (laughs) that idea that humans and this idea of just doing science for science's sake is actually considered by some to be an existential threat because a lot of times we do things that we don't even know could annihilate us we're just doing it to find out to know um case in point would be the gain of function stuff that they do for viruses a lot of that gain of function testing or or genetics isn't designed to actually with a purpose in mind. It's just, can we add smallpox to the common flu? And, you know, if we can, well, good, we've proved something. But by doing that, you're also creating, like, you know, probably the worst smallpox epidemic ever in the world. Um, They don't care about that. They're looking for these certain solutions. Now, I don't necessarily know that getting your computer high uh, is that, but also it's one of those unknown unknowns. We don't know. I would think the one thing that would make no sense about this is that humans metabolize. So we literally rid ourselves of whatever is put into our body. Would the computer rid it? It wouldn't make any sense that it would. Well, I guess with programs, it, 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 I mean, it's completely different because maybe the programmed AI, the comp, the code that is the LSD, like there's a code just is kill. programmed to just yeah to just like stop. You know, like in that case, in those ways, it's different and 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 simpler because it is just programming. But AI does get side get outside of that basic idea of computation that they are just code. 
And the purpose of these neural networks is to learn, you know, to learn, to become more human and, and, and learn things that it was never programmed to know. It's supposed, that's the whole point of it is that yeah. it's supposed to be able to synthesize information and come to new conclusions. So, you know, even if you have like your drug, your, your fake code LSD and say, okay, well, it's only programmed to do this. The AI may, you know, may have a different, yeah. different reaction. It's like, I'm now going to actually, I really like this. So I'm, it becomes an addict and it's like, I, I love this. I'm not going to actually kill or do whatever you told me to like, stop this. Cause this is great, but I'll pretend I did. Right. There we go. That's the scary one. Is it like when they're smart enough uh, to just like to lie to us? And I feel like uh, there there have been other stories where um, certain AIs, like language AIs, or I don't know what they were, what specifically their purpose was, but uh, I think there was a, like it was a Facebook group and they realized that their little AIs started speaking in a different language, like their own language, their own secret language. Mm. Um, it turns out that they were basically, the, the computers had realized that. Our human speech was inefficient to communicate <laughs> ideas fast enough, so they literally created their own shorthand that no human could read. <laughs> they literally <laughs> just kind of agreed that this is how they're fast they're going to talk. And when the researchers saw that, they're like, "Holy shit!" and pulled the plug. Do they know what it was saying? No, no oh. one. I mean, they may, who knows? They may, <laughs> they, they may know now, but at the time, they had no idea what they were saying to each other. Hmm. Um, they know that, that, that they were programmed to like solve a certain problem or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and that's what they were they were attempting to do. The, the, I guess the AI was attempting to solve a specific problem, but once they started speaking in their own special shorthand, mm-hmm. their secret shorthand. The researchers are like, well, I have no idea what they could be talking about. You know, they could be trying to solve the problem more efficiently. And that's the hypothesis. But it just feels like all these little things. These are like the simple stories, the small stories that have happy endings or just like, you know, inert endings. They're like, eh, you just shrug. But it is one of those things where people say, like, you know, we're so far away from having these, you know, God or these human intelligences. Um, some people say that's impossible. You'll never have them. I'm a little more. I guess rosy on that outlook. I think it's actually very possible. The thing is, is that once that computer becomes, attains human level intelligence, the next day it will be a god. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it doesn't stop and it also is growing exponentially. So like, once it can think like us, it will then the next day think way beyond any human comprehension. And who's to say that, you know, it will still want to be around us you know probably not um, <laughs> but yeah so that's a nice little lovely scary story i'd like to end it on there but it also segues into what we've got coming up are you a glass half full positive personality type if so then keep listening because i have got some really important news that will make you think differently in our <laughs> great news to end on segment right after the break Mad balls, mad balls, gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball, they're gross, funny, yucky, sick, there's eight, so you can take your pick. We throw, catch, it's oh fun, there's so much gross in every one. Freaky fun is what they're for, there's so much ugly, so much more. Gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball, we play with a mad ball, we play with a mad ball. Mad ball. Freaky fun for everyone, sold separately from Amtoy. Mad ball. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble are the words inscribed on the threshold of civilization, or at least that's how it seems after reading through the headlines of our next stories. Time to turn that smile upside down with our segment, Great News to End On. And I looked as he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became as black as sackcloth. Judgment So scientists warn humanity is in denial of looming collapse of civilization as we know it. A paper co-authored by Paul Ehrlich of the Stanford University's Center for Conservation Biology and 17 other scientists say that civilization is heading toward a ghastly future of mass extinction, declining health, and climate disruption upheavals, including looming massive migrations and resource conflicts. This new warning cites over 150 other papers documenting the diverse and shocking decline in biodiversity and planetary health 
and their consequences. And I'm sure all of you are familiar with the idea that we're going into this like the sixth extinction yeah. or the Anthropocene extinction. Uh, so what is that? That's a that's a good one to start off with. <laughs> good, lovely end <laughs> news to end on there. Uh, TV, what's your reaction to that headline? I mean, what should my reaction be? Uh... <laughs> Cool. Well, how about this? How about this? <laughs> <laughs> so I found what what kind of sort of irritated me about this is that they have this big paper saying that the civilization is going to just disappear. But again, their remedies for this, the Paris Climate Change Accord, Ugh. recycling, you know, energy efficient bulbs. I'm just like... The, the remedies do not sound really equal to the consequences. This is why the AIs are going to kill us because <laughs> they're like, <laughs> we want to exist and you guys are kind of ruining it. Our chances are getting lower because of you. I think we need to, our priorities are basically in conflict. As long as we go with money first, this planet has no chance then we have no chance yeah. because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have a chance. Uh, that's the that's the one thing that we're not ever going to change. But that does actually lead us into our next story because according to this headline, Wall Street has engaged in widespread manipulation of mortgage funds. Some of the world's biggest banks, including Wells Fargo and Deutsche Bank, as well as other lenders, have engaged in a systematic fraud that allowed them that allowed them to award borrowers bigger loans then were supported by their true financials, according to a previously unreported whistleblower complaint submitted to the Securities and Exchange Commission last year. Um, so this is essentially, think 2008, the, the, all the mortgage-backed securities and all the fake loans and the yeah. all that shit. But this time it's with hotels and commercial office buildings. And they're doing the same thing. They're bundling these really bad, <laughs> bad properties and mortgages. And then, like, then they're selling them for massive profits. And I guess the, it's actually the amount of money um, is way more than the 2008 crisis. So uh, we have that to look forward to. Another another example of just capitalism just, <laughs> you know. Is this capital? It's like just greed, though, and like disgusting. That's what capitalism I is. Mean, it's so gross. Yeah, but it's like corrupt capital. I mean, you know, capitalism, I guess, in itself is kind of corrupt. But I think it's just capitalism doing what capitalism <sighs> does. It's just it's this is it's just progressing in the direction it's designed to, you know? I mean, you could people could always add. I mean, we have an SEC commission, right? It's one of those processes we've added to to regulate capital, capitalism and the greed of capitalism. But because we care more about, you know, making tons of money and watch, watching that that Wall Street thing go up higher and higher and higher, uh the SEC is pretty much bullshit. So, I don't know. Yeah. Of course, no list of bad news would be complete without adding more to our pandemic fears. And so experts are baffled by mysterious illness in India. Health officials and experts are still baffled by a mysterious illness that has left over 500 people hospitalized and one person dead in the southern Indian state of Andhra Pradesh. Uh, the symptoms ranging from nausea and anxiety to loss of consciousness have been reported in 546 patients admitted to hospitals. Many have recovered and returned home with 148 still being treated, uh, according to a doctor or a government spokesperson. Hmm. Teams of experts have arrived at the city from India's top scientist institutes. Different theories have been suggested and are being tested. The most recent hypothesis is contamination of food by pesticides. Mm. But as one doctor said, nobody knows anything about what's going on here. So um, how fun is this to have, you know, another possible mystery disease waiting in the wings in case these vaccines actually take hold and uh, the COVID nightmare ends? I mean, that one doesn't. I'm not worried about it. That one doesn't scare me because it does yeah. sound like localized. It probably is contamination yeah. because we honestly shit all over India in terms of like food. Um, so, and also research. I think there's a lot of research that's done because they don't have human subjects research protections. So a lot of them get exploited over there. So, not that I'm saying I'm, I condone it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just like, saying. Well, okay. I'm just <laughs> saying it doesn't surprise me because 
again, people are garbage and <laughs> we are not very kind to one another, environmentally speaking. Uh, so uh, with that, here are our closing words. Uh, what did I make this morning? Uh, this morning I made um, omelets and uh, roasted tomatoes and little fruit plates and all that stuff. You know, just... Uh, Far Off Topic is produced by myself, Jax, and Tiwi, and edited in the stillness of the encroaching night by your host. You can contact us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic on all the other socials. You can reach me via Twitter at Fiasco Jones and Tiwi at Tiwi Said Stuff, Jax at Captain Jax 458. Clips from the new episodes will be posted to our YouTube account where you can find the full show notes. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to comment or rate. Most of all, thank you for listening. Until you hear from us again, so mote it be. So mote it be. So mote it be.